financially tuned. Whether it's a high-performance engine or an orchestra, there's a significant difference between being slightly out of tune or perfectly in tune. The same is true of your finances. When your financial plan is even slightly out of tune, you may be paying too much for taxes, exposing yourself to too much risk, or retiring without a sound income plan. And like the conductor of an orchestra or skilled mechanic, Eric Cheek of Nevada Retirement Planners is the professional who helps to potentially get everything financially tuned. For the past 24 years, Eric Cheek has provided current, insightful advice for seniors, retirees, and those preparing for retirement. Eric works one-on-one -on -one with each of his clients to take the confusion and mystery out of the issues that threaten financial peace of mind. Contact Eric at 775-674-2222 or on the web at nvretirementplanners.com. And now here's Eric Cheek to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. And as always, my co-host, Tony Shore, is joining us. Thanks for tuning in for today's show on a long Memorial weekend. And we've got a really good show. It's called Creating a Successful Portfolio. Now, the key to having a balanced portfolio in your retirement, it's relatively simple. And it can provide you with multiple benefits, which we're going to discuss in today's show. Excellent. Sounds like a great topic for us, Eric. Good one, creating a successful portfolio. And I assume when you say portfolio, you don't mean photos. We're talking no. about financial portfolio here. We're talking uh, about assets. <laughs> good, good, good. Well, that's your area of expertise. Uh, for photos, we'll talk to someone else, although I've heard you're quite the photographer as well. You're a man of many Not talents, Not aren't you, Eric? Well, yeah. I don't know if the uh, subject of my photos is is worth sharing, you know, but uh, <laughs> anyway, who doesn't like take pictures? Right. We all do. Everyone does now that they have cameras in their phones, right? Everybody's got a phone. Everybody's yep. got a video recorder. Got to be careful. Yeah, yeah, gotta yeah. Make you sure do. you don't got to make sure you don't misbehave in the grocery store because somebody's going to see it and record it. Yep, that's true. That's true. Of course, I've never misbehaved in a grocery store and I know you haven't, but uh, apparently, from what I've seen online, people do. Right? They do. Uh, well, you I'm know, always, I'm always focused when I go to the grocery store. I've got yeah, my list. I got in I and out. my stuff I need to get. Yeah, baby. Yeah, I don't like to loiter at a grocery store. <laughs> I like to spend as little time there as possible. Just get in, get your stuff, get out. So yep. today's topic is a good one. But how's everything at Nevada Retirement Planners? Have Eric, have you been keeping busy over there? Always, yeah. Uh, lots of folks calling in. Uh, to the show about our topics we've been discussing, and that's always good. And it's a great time of the year. Uh, we got to wrap this show up, Tony, so we can run down and get some ribs at the rib cook-off uh, oh, over in Sparks delicious. today. So, uh, so we better get to it. Yeah, I wouldn't miss it. Well, uh, I'm looking forward to this topic today, Eric. Uh, the my first question when it comes to a financial portfolio and being successful: When's a good time to start planning your portfolio for retirement? Well, uh, it certainly is not the time when you're uh, given your notice and uh, you're ready to head out the door. So I would say the answer to that, Tony, in all seriousness, there's no better time than the present. It doesn't matter what age you are. Uh, if you want to retire and you want to have a successful retirement from a financial perspective, there's no better time than, to pre uh, than the present. 
Um, you know, you may have a vision of what you think your retirement will be like. Uh, for example, you may want to just spend time with family, kick back, or you may have travel dreams, uh, traveling all around the world, whatever. Or you may have a, t a pastime you wish to engage in. Uh, so if you create a financial plan with these visions in mind, uh, really, we really never know what life uh, has in store for us. So you make these plans uh, and they need to be adaptable. And these plans, I call them living plans because we want to make sure they accommodate the reality of your retirement. Uh, sometimes, you know, something can come up that can really derail someone's retirement. Maybe a health uh, issue comes up or something like that. So we want to make sure that uh, people's retirement plans can accommodate uh, whatever they experience in retirement. Well, what are some main points then to help somebody create a successful portfolio? Well, I would tell you that, uh, you know, some of the steps that I talk to uh, with clients that helps us in creating the uh, successful portfolio or really just having a vision, uh, creating a plan and then having some patience. Uh, these steps are really helpful because you know, our markets, our equity markets, our stock markets, if you will, they've historically provided very good returns over longer periods of time. And that's a risk control measure that people need to be aware of, that money invested over longer periods of time, they have a better uh, track history than shorter periods of time, a year or two years or three years. And it's really beneficial that folks have a plan so they avoid making more decisions that potentially can be detrimental to them. So with that said, it's really important to keep in mind that although we have great performance historically of the stock market, uh, it doesn't guarantee future results. And so we have to keep that in mind as well, Tony, as we move forward. Well, for sure. Now you mentioned one of the first things you mentioned there, one of the first steps is to have a vision. What do you mean by vision? Well, framing a vision is done by creating a well-managed retirement plan that's aimed towards meeting your goals in retirement. Uh, how much money do you need in retirement? What do you want to uh, receive in retirement in terms of income? And so this goes along with creating a plan and a well-managed retirement plan should be mindful of all types of investment risk in order to maintain a healthy portfolio. And it may include elements that address long-term growth, uh, income generation, uh, present day and future. Uh, it may also include elements of principal preservation. And as always, I think it's always critical to consult with a financial professional when considering uh, investment options to make sure that these plans will meet your needs and your goals. Yeah, well, so true. And you said that people need to pay attention to risk when they're creating their portfolios. Uh, how do you help your clients and people that come to you determine what their portfolio risk tolerance is? Well, I want to point out first, Tony, before we get into this, that, that determining the amount of risk that's right for you or me or anybody in our listening audience depends on specifics. It depends on a person's specific situation. Uh, it can start by examining uh, someone's particular financial position. There's three questions that are good to ask yourself when determining 
the amount of risk you should take. Now, I go into this much more uh, in depth than we can do on the show. But one of the first general questions is, when do you want to retire? Is it five years from now or is it three years from now? So when you factor in your age and your timeline for meeting specific goals, that's definitely consideration when evaluating someone's tolerance for risk. Uh, If you're young, you have a long time to meet your goals. You may have a higher risk tolerance than someone who's nearing retirement and they really need to focus on a steady investment income that may have to last for decades. Uh, Other factors that determine your ability for risk are personality. Some people are just born risk takers, others, no, they're not. Uh, Life experiences, some people have had success stories about investing, while other people have had bad experiences with investing or working with people that uh, the experience wasn't what they had in mind. So um, uh, those are things that you definitely want to factor in. Uh, If someone has a high risk tolerance, these investors can tolerate uh, these periods of volatility. We've certainly seen examples of those uh, periods of, of, of really volatile action in the markets. Uh, in our economy, and they can handle these type of investments like stocks, uh, like buying commodities, uh, things of that nature, because the long-term return of these investments, uh, that potential that they have uh, is is really good. Uh, someone that is more balanced, that's kind of in the middle, has a medium risk tolerance. These investors typically have a mix of investments. They may have something to counterbalance the volatility of stocks. They may have uh, bonds or other type of investments that uh, move, uh, that don't move in concert with one aspect of their retirement plan. Uh, and so they have a lower uh, appetite for risk. And then there's people that just, they don't have much of a tolerance for risk Uh, at all. These are people that are just conservative with their money and they typically put their money into lower risk investments and they say, look, Eric, it's, I'm not looking for home runs. I just really, uh, for me, I just want to make sure that I have a steady stream of income and I don't care about the higher returns over time. I'm just uh, one of those people that really, uh, I'd like to see what I have on a monthly basis and make sure that I can count on it. So it, it just really runs uh, all over the place, Tony. And it's really just those factors are just kind of the ways to start in some of the things that we consider and people should consider when they think about risk. Now, after somebody's determined when they want to retire and you help them decide that, what's the next question they should ask themselves? Well, what, what would be their goals, uh, their financial goals at retirement? Where do they want to be? Uh, do they have that magic number? You know, there's a there's one investment firm out there now that you know that has the magic number. Uh, so, do you have a magic number? Uh, will that also play a part in your ability to take on risk? It should. Uh, for example, if your level of risk you're comfortable with uh, manages uh, uh, your investments. Uh, so you're comfortable with a lower risk investment that maybe has a 4% return, uh, but you realize you need an 8% return to meet your goals, your income needs are not gonna be met. And uh, you may take a look at how your investments are structured uh, to provide that retirement income. You may want to look at other options that offer 
that higher growth potential. However, you can couple it with the possibility of substantial loss as well. So you've really got to look at all sides of this. Um, in some of the workshops I used to do in the last few years, we talked about building a personal financial pyramid that looks at four sides of someone's uh, uh, finances in retirement. And uh, so looking at these things uh, more than just a three-dimensional way is, is a great way to approach it. So those are a couple things that we have to really look at uh, in depth to uh, create uh, a retirement plan that's going to work. For sure. Well, you know what? Our time is up for this first segment of the show, Eric. Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners? Do you have a special offer for them today? I do. We're talking about investment risk and, and uh, creating successful portfolios. So I would like to make an offer if anyone would like to do a stress test of their portfolio and have me take a look at uh, how they're creating a retirement plan. I'd like to offer them a complimentary one-hour consultation. Uh, and we're going to make that offer to the first 20 callers like we've been doing the last couple of weeks, had lots of interest and lots of phone calls. So if you do get uh, uh, the voicemail, just leave your contact information. If you're one of the first 20 callers, I'll call you back uh, at the first opportunity. But it's an offer to have a one hour consultation to see uh, if you're on the path to creating a successful uh, portfolio. And our phone number is 775 674 2222 in between ribs uh, tony and i'll answer the phone <laughs> we'll try we'll try i'm gonna need uh, a few wet wipes and uh, a bib probably uh we're gonna be right back so stay tuned for more from eric cheek here on financially tuned right after this in today's volatile environment making sure your scales are balanced has never been more important money can go up or down in value and it may pose a risk if not properly managed to serve a specific purpose in a comprehensive plan. At Nevada Retirement Planners, we created a report that has general guidelines for proper allocation of your retirement and investment assets called the Rule of 100. You can download your complimentary Rule of 100 report at nvretirementplanners.com or call us today at 775-674-2222. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners and my co-host, Tony Shore. Now, in our previous segment, we've talked about the importance of having a vision for your investment portfolio and a well-organized and planned out portfolio. Uh, We kind of touched on how to determine portfolio risk by asking yourself a couple of questions. When do I want to retire? What are my financial goals at retirement? And most importantly, what's my ability to handle a financial loss? Yeah, it's been a great show so far, Eric. And wow, what a lot of information for our listeners out there. And those are three big questions. Those are three questions my wife and I, as we get older, have been starting to ask ourselves. When do we want to retire? What are our goals for retirement? And, uh, you know, what's my ability to handle a financial loss, which would be zero. I have zero ability to handle any kind of a loss at this point, so... (laughs) <laughs> As well, people. you would be a low risk investor. <laughs> I think so. Well, you know, but people do accept risks and challenges every day in their lives, Eric. But I think a lot of us are just wary to accept that risk when it comes to our portfolios, right? I mean, uh, in the financial world, though, it's often encouraged that people should accept at least some risk, right? What are your thoughts on that? Do I need to 
at least accept some risk? Well, I would agree with you that oftentimes people do not like to take on financial risk. Uh, my personal beliefs are that people should accept some risk, and that's why we went through it in the first segment, the importance of determining uh, your portfolio risk tolerance. Uh, many retirees, future retirees, they approach risk in the financial markets much different than their approach to life. You know, sometimes investment risk is often feared and altogether avoided. Uh, in fact, portfolios can be too conservatively constructed and unable to provide that necessary long-term growth needed to outpace inflation and build wealth over time. Many people, uh, not just a few, are fearful of investing because they simply believe it is too risky. So instead of understanding and profiting from the risk return equation, they try and seek absolute safety by depositing a month, uh, their money, uh, excuse me, by depositing their money in bank accounts, CDs, and other financial products considered to be safe. Like under the mattress. Like under the mattress or in the old shoebox in the closet. I love yeah. the shoebox in the oh, closet. Oh, that's a, not a good one. Yep. Uh, right there with the uh, the old papers, the discharge papers from the military and, and uh, some faded photos from childhood. But uh, anyway, when investors seek absolute safety, uh, they're going to incur or they may, let's say they may incur risk of a different variety. So there's a couple things to think about with safe money investors. Uh, and some of the risks aren't necessarily risk of loss, but we can look at things like investment opportunity loss and the destruction of purchasing power resulting from inflation. So Tony, let's just say that, that someone, uh, that they got hit pretty hard in the financial meltdown of 2008. Sure. And their response to that was just put everything in cash. Um, I got to preserve what I'm left with. Sure. And let's say that they have had those assets uh, sitting in cash because they're too fearful to get back in the market. Uh, they've seen and read news stories and they watch the news and they're fearful of getting back. But that person that got out of the market in 2008 and they're still looking for an entry point, look at what has happened to the wealth that has been created uh, in the aftermath of the market meltdown and look at all the potential returns that they have foregone yeah. because they're being too safe with their money. And so- So that's uh, what you mean when you say investment opportunity loss is if you know the market starts tanking like in 2008 uh, and like a lot of folks did, I'm sure you saw people do this, uh, not your clients or the people you give advice to, but people just pulled everything out uh, because they couldn't take it. And they sat on the sidelines. Well, I can't, I shouldn't get in now. Should I get in now? Should I get in now? And now look where we're at. Look at all the uptick in the market that they've missed, all those gains between 2008 and now. Yeah, it's an opportunity that was lost based on their decision making. And it's very typical for retail investors to uh, engage in that type of behavior. Um, we remember pain more than we remember pleasure. It's the yeah. way our brains are wired. It's yep. survival instinct. We remember when we're children that we touched something hot and it burned our fingers, we remember that. Yep. And so investors will remember losses because of the pain they associate with it. Um, 
And so the, the problem is with people like that is how do they get back in? Where's the entry point? Uh, when do they consider it safe to get back in? Typically what happens is they consider it safe to get back into the markets when the gains have already been realized and, and the, the market's already come come back uh, uh, to where the previous levels were even exceeded it. So sure. uh, the idea of working with an investment professional is having someone that can guide you through these times and show you the reasons why uh, this risk provides opportunities to you and why some risk in your portfolio is something that you should embrace, not run away from. Sure. So to summarize, a lost opportunity to increase wealth is just that, a lost opportunity. Now, uh, the other type of safe money risk you mentioned is inflation. That's another risk, right? Absolutely. Uh, you could look at someone who has been ultra safe with their money. And so they want to put their money somewhere. We call them green accounts where there's a guarantee against a loss. Okay. So let's say that uh, they buy government uh, bonds. And so they buy a 10 year government bond. It's guaranteed, it's backed by the full faith of the US uh, government and they will not lose money. So uh, right now, uh, a 10 year treasury uh, pays an interest rate of about one and a half percent, give or take. So they give uh, the government essentially, they loan the government $100,000 for example, and in return for that loan, they get paid $1,500 a year in interest. Uh, that is the interest that it pays them. Wow. And so uh, it's safe, that's good. They're not gonna lose their money uh, and it is earning some interest. But what do you think the value of that bond, that 10 year bond would be if the Federal Reserve raises interest rates in the next few weeks the way they're talking about the meetings they had last week in uh, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. That's exactly what they're discussing. They think the economy is healthy enough to go ahead and raise interest rates again. So let's say that next month, a 10 year uh, treasury bond now pays 2% annual interest. And people out there have bought uh, uh, 10 years at one and a half percent. What do you think the value of those bonds that pay at one and a half percent are when interest rates go up and new bonds pay 2%? They're not going to lose their money, Tony, if they hold on to them for 10 years. But just think about the value the of it. The value goes get down. Out. It's yeah, just the like, value goes down. It's just like if you have a CD and you're making, you know, 0.25% or some crazy less than 1% interest right now, which yep. you would be because of low interest rates, uh, you're, lo you're actually, in a sense, you're losing money because your money is worth less uh, in 10 years or five years, if it's a five-year yeah. CD, your money is going to be worth less because inflation goes up at a much higher rate. Oh, but Tony, we don't have inflation right now. In fact, the government is concerned about deflationary pressures. Right. And uh, and those CDs, those rates they pay, the banks are justified uh, because they say that there's very low uh, inflation. Uh, yeah. We've renamed certificates of deposit at Nevada Retirement Planners. And you know what we now call them? What's that? We call them certificates of disappointment because when you buy one and you look at the interest rate that the bank is going to pay you, you're going to be very, very disappointed yeah. uh, with that but interest even, rate. But, even when the government says that inflation is low or non-existent, um, 
that's crazy because that's weird because every year a movie ticket costs more and every year certain groceries go up exponentially. And I recently read an article, Eric, and this was like, this was a reliable, this is like an AP uh, wire story and the AMA was involved, but um, the American Medical Association, the um, inflation rate of healthcare costs which include prescription drugs, hospital stays, and health insurance, was 29% in 2015. Yeah, we've been experiencing health care inflation over the last almost 30 years now yeah. of almost double-digit health care inflation year after year, okay? Yeah, 29%. Now, and then the, that same year, the government says, no cost of living increase because there's no inflation. Yeah. Well, they factor in all kinds of things. Some of the things that are kind of uh, where the government looks that that uh, people are getting a break now is fuel cost. You know, the price of gas has come down. So they say things like, oh, gee, that's just like a tax break or or whatever. But um, and think about where retirees spend their money. They spend their money or a good portion of their money on what? Health care. Health care. And so, yeah, it's not. 29-year-olds and 42-year-olds that are spending an awful lot of their uh, annualized income on health care, it's people in their 70s and 80s. So these are the ones that are the most vulnerable to inflationary pressures, and they're the ones most likely uh, to be punished by particular inflationary pressures like health care costs and things of that nature. So uh, yeah, purchasing power. We want to make sure that every person that's a client of mine, their purchasing power is safeguarded by having a well-diversified, well-thought-out financial plan. Yeah, and that's key to creating a successful portfolio. And of course, working with a financial professional, as you mentioned earlier, but you know, as we as we get close to the end of the show here, Eric, I really want to stress with our listeners out there that working with a financial professional who you can trust, who has who takes the big picture approach and looks at all the areas, inflation, Social Security, Medicare, like you do at Nevada Retirement Planners, you've got to take all those things into account when, you know, setting up your financial portfolio to make sure that you're going to be taken care of in retirement. So, Um, Before we go today, I want you to let the listeners know one more time, Eric, about that special offer you have for them, because that's a good one, and it's going to get them started on this path. Yeah, and the other other key, I just wanted to inject this uh, into the conversation as well, Tony. If you're looking for a financial professional, one of the reasons that uh, at Nevada Retirement Planners, we take such care and and think about all these things that you just mentioned, uh, time horizon and risk tolerance and inflation, all these factors, is that we are in fact licensed to be fiduciaries for our clients. So I have a legal obligation to each and every one of my clients to make sure that uh, whatever we recommend in setting up a retirement plan, it is what's best for them, uh, not uh, what is necessarily best for myself personally or our firm. 
So uh, you don't get that when you work with uh, some of the bigger firms. Uh, in fact, registered representatives at Morgan Stanley or AG Edwards or, uh, or Edward Jones, any of those big firms, they, those advisors have financial and fiduciary responsibilities to their firms. So you may not always get uh, that type of overview uh, of your investments that we do and the scrutiny and, and the well thought out uh, strategies. So just wanted to interject that there. But the offer was uh, if someone is thinking about creating a successful retirement portfolio and they're unsure uh, about how to approach it or maybe they're just uh, wanting a second opinion on their current strategy, please give me a call. Uh, we've already had a lot of folks call into the show to uh, set up uh, an opportunity to get together with me for a one hour uh, complimentary consultation. Uh, I'll discuss your goals and uh, we'll look at some of the ideas that we have and uh, we'll take a, a good long look to see if your plan uh, will get you where you want to be in retirement. So it's complimentary. All you have to do is give me a call and we'll set a time that works for both of us. Our phone number is 775 674 2222. Give me a call, set up a complimentary consultation, and we'll create the ideal retirement portfolio that's individualized for your needs. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Eric Cheek at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775-674-2222 or visit their website at nvretirementplanners.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Eric Cheek and Nevada Retirement Planners are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.